Our gospel lesson this morning comes from Luke, starting in the 25th verse of the 21st chapter. Hear now the word of God. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when, things, when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Then Jesus told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. Be on guard, so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, and that day catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Yesterday, my family went through that traditional Christmas tradition of going out and finding a tree, taking it home, and decorating it. It's that time of year again to prepare for what is coming. I imagine many of you are doing the same thing. I actually felt a little bit behind since we're a week after Thanksgiving, already. There are a number of other preparations that we have to make as a part of this Christmas season. And it feel the same as we are getting ready for this chorale concert, the Singing Handel's Messiah that will take place again this afternoon. The sanctuary, this whole church has been prepared for the season. But our scripture passage this morning reminds us that we are preparing for something else in our faith as well. That this season, this time that we live in, isn't always just cheerful. And in fact, often the soft focus and the wintry glow that we put over this holiday season often masks some deeper realities about how things really are. During this time of Advent, we as a people of faith wait in hope. Wait in the hope not just that Jesus will come, but also that Jesus will fix everything that is broken, everything that is not aligned for God's purposes. And our text this morning brings to light that that Advent hope comes in a world that is deeply broken and continues to fall apart. This chapter selects some of Jesus' words in a much longer speech. A speech that is not Jesus' most 
cheerful. First, he speaks about the end of the Jerusalem temple, that the stones of the temple will someday be torn down, that the religious order for the people of faith will change dramatically. He goes on to talk about how the people of faith themselves will undergo persecution, that they will be betrayed even by members of their own family. He further shares that the city of Jerusalem will be under attack, and woe to those people with young children, because it's a terrible time in the midst of violence and war to be wondering how children will be kept safe. This is a dark speech. The signs that Jesus talks about in our text, about the sun and the moon and the stars, only parallel the turmoil that's taking place in this season that he's talking about. You would imagine the people would be saying, what is this world coming to? As all the parts of their life, whether religious, political, cultural, even family life, start to come apart at the seams as they fall to pieces. What is this world coming to? We can ask much those same questions today because our world is also going through a similar sense of separation in our day and age. Our political discourse has never felt more disjointed and disconnected. Religious life in America is undergoing massive demographic changes as more and more church buildings are closing all over our country. Family life is also going through deep changes. The way that we connect to one another and understand what it means to be a family looks very different today than it did several generations ago. And we too can ask, just like people did in Luke's time, what is this world coming to? It's funny how the holidays are sometimes that season when you feel that more than others. Our memory of things gets longer during the holidays. Some of it's because we are remembering what it was like when we were children. As we were hanging Christmas ornaments on our tree yesterday, my son Jude asked, where did this particular ornament come from? And it was one that I had made when I was three. I know because it says Eric 1988 on it. And it was a mitten that I painted puke green. It's a good sense of, sense of color that you have when you're three. That I have since held on to as an ornament from when I was growing up. Jude is that same age. And this year, he got to hang that ornament. But since it was a mitten, he said, oh, it's an ornament of Michigan. How cool. Christmas is that time, though, that we remember what it was like when we were children. That has its benefits, of course, that we remember the great traditions that were shared with us. But when we are missing a loved one, when we feel like we are no longer in the warmth and security that we had, Christmas can also be a time where we feel the pain all the more deeply. And we still can ask, what is this world coming to? How fitting then, in the midst of these questions that think about how life is... Ooh, almost fell off the stage there. <laughs> what is the pastor coming to as he almost falls off in the back? <laughs> as we are continuing to think about how life is coming apart... 
to hear these words of security from Jesus in verse 33. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh, came to this earth to proclaim something that is indeed unshakable. Part of that is because we know that the story of faith ends in a vision of wholeness where all things are made new. Every place where there is brokenness, there is healing. Any place where there is disconnection in our relationships, there is repair. And our Advent hope, this waiting we go through during this time of Christmas in anticipation of what is to come, is also a hope in anticipation of what God is doing at the end of all things. As that candle of hope is lit, it is a reminder that one day wars will cease, that peace will reign, where every person will have enough. And so, we are called, in the same words of Jesus in this text today, to stand up and raise our heads in a world that is feeling more and more despondent. To be on guard and to be alert. How fitting that Jesus says to be alert, in contrast to what he says in verse 34, because we can weigh our hearts down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life. In a world that is coming apart at the scenes, we too can feel depleted. There was a study that came out recently from the Centers of Disease Control saying that the millennial generation is the first generation in almost 90 years to have a lower life expectancy than the ones that came before. The biggest factors are drug addiction and drug overdoses and suicide rates. You wonder as you see the statistics if we are feeling this disconnection as a people. That the stories and the ways of being in the world are going through a major shift. And people are struggling to continue with them. In the midst of that, drunkenness and the worries of this life can be an antidote, or so we think, to feeling this broader sense of alienation. So, be on guard and be alert. For us, the people of faith, we hold on to this candle of hope because the alternative is to invite despair. We are now in the midst of waiting. And so let this parable Jesus tells be a reminder for us as we wait to think about what it is to be a community of faith. The secret is to look. To look just like at that fig tree where leaves sprout forth as the season of summer comes near. The fig tree, indeed all trees, are a reminder that life springs forth. The story of Jesus is the conquering of death that life ultimately wins out. His death and resurrection is the proof that we have that there is no situation in life where the darkness will ever win against the light. As our days grow shorter, 
as the darkness grows longer in our calendar year. This is the time that we as a church celebrate that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness will never overcome it. But more importantly, for us to be a people of hope, we are to hold on to those places where those tender shoots of life come out. The English translation we have of our Greek text hides the fact that Jesus' instructions are not to us as individuals. Jesus is speaking here to a group of people. He is using the y'all form of English. It's always good to speak in southern churches because they get that a little more easily. That he is saying, all of you, all y'all, look at the fig tree together. Be on guard together. Be alert together. We are called as a people of faith to have eyes together for where new life shines forth. To see new places where hope is emerging in the midst of our life today. To do that, that means we are to look not just to our text, not just to Jesus as some heavenly being, but also to the lives that we live as a people today. We are called to lift up where new life is coming forward in our community of faith. We see that in times where people find the strength to move on in the midst of difficult life circumstances. When people are struggling to make ends meet, but still find a way to give of themselves for someone who might need it a little more. For those people that celebrate beauty and connection through arts in a way that helps each of us remember what it is to be deeply touched as human beings. To find new life in people discovering a new sense of purpose in their life. We are called as a people to notice and affirm and encourage that in one another. That is how resurrection life comes forward comes forward in the sharing of our stories, in walking through this life together, knowing that indeed, even though there is great darkness, even though it feels like our world is coming apart, that we follow Jesus. And Jesus promised that his words will never pass away. And that if we have eyes to see it, if we are alert and attentive enough, we will see new life springing forth in our midst. And that indeed is some hope for us to cling on to. Amen.